going on? Hey! 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 It's your freaking mook, eh? It's your freaking mook! Hey, it's your freaking mook! Hey, welcome to the show, everybody! <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody! Oh, that was good. <laughs> the fuck good. are we doing, dude? Um, we're, we're back with another fucking episode yeah. of something really fucking weird this week. Yeah, uh, it's a weird one. It's a, it's a real weird one. But before we get into it, I have a little segue. Oh. I have a little segue into it. So a few episodes back, um, dear listeners, um, we were talking about Catherine Knight, the Australian female cannibal the Aussie cannibal yeah who um she butchered her boyfriend she cut off his dick and balls mm-hmm. and uh cooked him up for Sunday too yep um when we were talking about that episode you and I got into a little bit of a thing about um you were saying the cutting off the dick and balls was a, a classic kind of thing and I said but vagina killers uh cut off Vaginas, uh-huh. and you you couldn't believe that somebody could cut off a vagina, and I well, vowed in that episode that I would prove through the power of research. Oh, okay. Hallelujah! That you can in fact fucking cut out a vagina. Cut one out. Cut one off. Can't, out. can't cut one off. Well, it's off and out. Off, <laughs> off and out. Yeah. So is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to start this episode with an "I was right" moment? Yes, I oh, am. Oh, okay. I'm going to prove you, Billy. the power. Research. Excuse me, your glasses are slipping. In. Excuse me. Um, I think in that particular episode, I very vehemently argued that people like Jack the Ripper have cut, have indeed cut off vaginas before. They might have trimmed some labias, but uh, <laughs> they didn't cut off no vaginas. Um. Anyway, so I, I looked into it a little bit more. I was researching our old friend, uh, good old fucking Ed Gein. Oh, classic. Um, he who inspired Psycho and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and yeah. and many other. Uh, he inspired Psycho. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in the house with his mother and. Oh, the mother and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, weird. yeah. Um, and so I looked into Ed Gein and I or Ed Gein and I found a bunch of very interesting tidbits. Tidbits. In fact, I found a list of the items that were confiscated when they actually raided Ed Gein's. Oh, house. I love these lists. So he had he had he had killed two women. I think it was I think it was only two. It was two. only two women? Mm-hmm. He's but so famous. He, he he was a grave robber. So he would go oh, and like dig yeah. up bodies of like freshly Yeah. They all sort of resembled his mother because there was a weird right. mother going on. And then he'd hit it. No, he didn't he apparently he didn't fuck the bodies because he said they smelt too disgusting. Well the he would he would tan them he would tan the hides what he would cut fuck? bits from them he would get their skulls he would do a bunch of shit. I know why they smell disgusting, because they're fucking disgusting rotting corpses. Rotting dead bodies that yeah. dug up from the graveyard. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I found a list of some of the stuff that they confiscated. Now this was a very long list, and I have I have uh, whittled it down to some of the choices. Oh, so this is not the full list. This is not by any by any stretch of the imagination is this the full list. Okay. Um, so here are some of the, the cooler things that they found in uh, Eddie's house when okay. they, they raided it. All right. They found a lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Kind of like Nazi, right? Like yeah, they, they it is. Of, but it would have been a pretty small... Well, like I'm looking like at you right now, I could probably make like a three inch shade off your face if you <laughs> if you have to wrap. Well, it was probably other skin, but then the face was on the one face was on like one on the front of which it, which would actually look fucking cool. That would look that would look pretty illuminated. cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because he lighted up. He also had a waste basket made of human skin. He had skulls on his bedposts. Oh, that's cool. When you think about yeah. it, it's fucking metal as fuck. That's it's metal. like you're just like in your bed and it's like fucking bones and then two fucking skulls on your on your bedpost. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um And that's how girls get their first O. What do you mean? On the bedpost? Rubbing the bed rubbing the bedpost. Yeah, that's a That's a classic. It's apparently a classic. So imagine if I had a skull on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't that's think he tight. had too many girls hanging around at his house, like, but yeah. Like Adolescent girls. 
No, I don't think so. He he had bowls made made from human skulls. Bowls made from skulls. Bowls. Bowls. To eat his meals. From. Oh, like he just cut the top off yeah. and then he ate out of it. And That's apparently awesome. Apparently, he he did this quite a bit, and he complained when he was rested that the the hardest thing he found was making them stand upright. So he'd have yeah. it filled with because he apparently used to just eat. When they found his house, it was littered with um, cans of like pork and beans. Apparently, you would just eat pork and beans all the time. Okay. So, he'd fucking put them in his skull bowl and it would uh, like it'd flop over. Flop and, over and yeah. lose his pork and beans. And That makes sense. Yeah. So, he had them that he would use all the time. And and everyone's heard about this stuff, which, again, inspired Leatherface and all that kind of stuff. He had a corset made from a female torso, skinned from shoulders to waist. That he would wear? Yes. He would wear a corset? He would wear a corset. But he was, like, a big dude. He had... No, he's a little guy. I thought he was big. No, he was a little... That's that's Leatherface from the movies. Yeah. Uh, fucking Ed Gein was a little old man. Like, a little five fucking six little old gray man shout out to all the five foot six people not hating no i'm just saying he was a, he was a slight That's not little. he was a slight old man yeah okay um so he had a corset made from a female torso the other thing is too is all of the women he liked were similar to his mother that very like barrel 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 shaped mm-hmm. woman with big formidable pears yeah pear shaped pear shaped um so he had the corset made from them he had leggings made from human skin. He had several different masks made from the skin of female heads that he would wear. He would wear a mask of a female. He had a belt made from female human nipples. He had a nipple. That's insane. He had a nipple belt. That's insane. And you, you remember when we go to like uh, the swap meets and stuff yeah. and they have all that ostrich skin? Pretty kind of similar on the cow, on the Pisa like bumpy, cowboy yeah, boots bumpy. and shit. Imagine bumpy it. Shit. He, should, he should have made nipple boots. Yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, I think boot making is a some more advanced. Oh, you skill. don't think you don't think he was quite the? He made a corset out of a torso. So belly. here's we're coming to the thing now. Okay. They also found a young girl's dress and the vulvas. Of two females judged to have been about 15 and 9 years old. Jesus. Vaginas, sweetheart. Vo- uh, Vulvas. Yeah, but you're talking about the flap. Yeah, it's the flaps. It's a vagina. It's the same thing as cutting off the dick and balls. Okay, well, I'll pay that. And but- then, nine vulvae in a shoebox. He had nine vaginas in a box, sweetie. But you say he only killed two people. That's what I just... I just clarified this before. He killed two people. So he's, he, he's just robbing graves and chopping them up? He would chop up the bits that he needed, that he wanted for uh-huh. his crafts. He would leave this, the rest of the stuff back in there uh-huh. out of respect for the victims. You know what would have been dope? Is if he made nipple sunglasses. Like each, each eye... You could... You know what I mean? Each eye is a nipple. And you, you stretch it over the frame... But then you just got, you, you can't see through You can see through them. You, it would be more like a nipple, like eye mask. It'd be like an, yeah, it'd be like an eye mask, yeah. That's a really horrifying image. <laughs> well, they, like, oh, nine, nine vajages in a box is yeah. not horrible? Anyway, the whole thing, this isn't even the episode. The whole thing is. Yeah, we're not doing an episode about Ed Gain Bill. It's point fucking proven that you can, in fact, fucking cut out a vagina. You can trim the, you can trim the edges. You can keep you can, nine of them in a shoebox. You can trim the edges. I'll give you that. I'll pay that. I'll pay you that. Good work, Billy. All right. You can trim the edges. Thank you very much. Anyway, as Rob mentioned, we are not talking about vagina killers today. And we're not talking about Ed Gein. We're not talking about Ed Gein. But while I was going down the Gein wormhole, mm-hmm. which happens quite a bit when you that's easy to do. start to delve into these, these yeah, areas. Yeah, that's, that's real easy. I heard about another case. Was this thing recent? It's very recent. It's like, it, it just was, happened. Uh, he was arrested in like 2002, I believe. Maybe 2011. No, I thought it was like 2000. I thought it was like a few years ago. I think it was 2011 when he was actually. Do you have yeah. that in your research? I do. He was, yeah, the, the whole trial went down 2012 or whatever. I think he was arrested in 2011. But I never fucking heard of this guy before. And it was so yeah. very recent. And yes, he was Russian. And yes, probably we don't get 
We don't get a lot of Russian Russian news. news. Yeah. It's kind of like the Olympics. Like, Billy will explain to you, like, in Australia, when you watch the Olympics, they're showing everybody's story. Like, the greatest capers and things that are going on with every country. But in America... In America, in the United States of America, mm-hmm. you only see shit about the United States oh, of America. You're, you're, you're not learning. You're not learning all the uh, stories from the you know the the great the like international international movies. stories yeah. about the Indonesian um, you know dart blowers or yes, anything. You're getting very, like just think, the American shit. So I I would imagine that if this thing did happen six years ago, we probably wouldn't have heard about it. Well, the thing is too, it's like. It's it's kind of crazy, and you guys would really probably have no idea because I certainly like when I came here, I was like flabbergasted. I was right. kind of like, "Where's the where's the real news? Where's like, the where's, real news? Yeah, well, where's the non like okay. American?" Apparently, what you have to do if you want the real news is watch the BBC yeah. and Al Jazeera. Yeah, and then the thing is crazy is too is like Billy's parents will call us and be like, "What the fuck happened in Montana?" Yeah, and we're like, "What?" And, like, they're hearing shit about what's going on over here before we do. Yeah. And they're in Australia. Yeah, they will call us about, like, fires that they've seen on the news that are, like, you know... In San Diego. And I'm like, my brother lives in San Diego. I didn't know there was a fire. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so... Shout out to fires. (laughs) This, um... This guy I'd never heard about before. I was kind of flabbergasted. And it's an amazing kind of story. The guy's name was Anatoly Moskvin, and uh, he was a he was a he shared many passions with old Eddie Gein, mm-hmm. in that he uh, he collected the bodies of little girls. Oh, okay. And uh, he dead girls, dead girls, and he kept them in his house. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Russia, yeah. So let's let's just jump right into the fucking story. Yeah, jump right here, in. Right? Where are we? Are we? Uh, you cut my page in half because you didn't want me to have the. I didn't want you to hear hear the have a have a have a, you didn't you know you wanted you did not want to give me time to re, rebuke what you were gonna say. So to, I've got a half a page. I've got a half a page that Billy so cut with starting, scissors. She cut it with at, scissors. So I have a, a less than a half a sheet to start with here because she didn't want me to be able to rebuke her first uh, argument. Well, you can go for it if you got you got something to say. I think I, trim the edges. It's still you the cut, same. You can cut off a vagina. It's still the same thing, dude. Whatever. All right, so we're moving on. So uh, we're we're at settle in for this freakish, freakish tale. Ah, oh, yes, a- a- Anatoly Moskvin. Yeah. Yes. So, Mr. Moskvin um, was born in 1966. He lived with his parents in Nizhny Novgorod, Novgorod. Um, which is the fifth largest city in Russia. I did not know that. I did not know that either. I've never even heard of Nizhny Novgorod. Nitz, we got to get better at saying it because we got to say it a lot. Do we? We kind of do, do. Maybe. Um, so, it is... Uh, Basically, he, Anatoly, lived in this kind of rural Russian town. Well, it was the fifth largest town in Russia, Billy. And he uh, he began wandering through cemeteries with friends when he was still a schoolboy, which was actually one of my favorite past- pastimes as yeah. a child. Yeah, because you were a little, uh, you were a little twisted. A little yeah, sick. I would, I would ride to the, um, I would ride to the, like, colonial fucking, um, Graveyards near my country home as a ten-year-old, and look at all the children's graves because all of kids, all of the kids, like died of like fucking all the diseases. Back but then. it said that on their grave. They were just like little baby graves, little tiny graves. But it told you how they died. Well, it would say like smallpox or like taken by some. Some of them. I don't right. Know. That's weird. I'd be like, well, if you don't, if you don't know me, then you don't get to know how I die. Fuck you. Yeah, but you, you're whatever. I'm just saying, I have that in common with him. Yeah, you liked to do that when you were a kid, mm-hmm. too. I did, actually. I think I saw one time I saw a, uh, a skeletal hand. No, you didn't. I did. But... Cl- what? Cl- climbing out of the ground? No, it wasn't climbing out of the ground. It was like we could see down into the fucking thing, and we thought we could see a skeletal head. Why could you see down into the thing? Because it was all cracked. It was like a really old grave. Uh, and we could see down in it and we thought, but in retrospect, it was probably like a stick or something roots. like that. Roots. Yeah, maybe. Roots. Um, so Moskvin... Uh, That's what I like to call wishful thinking, Billy. And were you guys uh, 
Were you guys chuffing on a little bit of the uh, no, wacky tobacco? That was pre. Because I know you. That uh, was pre chuff. Well, I know you started smoking weed early. Um, That's why I ask. So he was super into fucking cemeteries, right? Mm-hmm. He had a huge interest in the dead, and he basically he had a, an incident when he was a child where he witnessed, he was walking down the street, he witnessed the funeral procession for an 11-year-old girl. Okay. And they're having the procession. He doesn't know the kid or anything like that, but he kind of gets swept up in the in the festivities, and the participants of the funeral basically forced him to kiss the face of the dead girl. Are you fucking kidding me? This is like so. Like, it's like an open casket, like rolling down the street, yeah, and they're they like, "Hey, have, go up and kiss that chick you, on the have face." Have you ever seen those, like, kind of like European cemeteries and stuff? It's like, especially like in, I mean, this would have been in the, I guess, seventies or whatever. But they have like an elaborate, like, horse-drawn carriage, and it's all like. There's like glass on the side, and you can see yeah. the body, and they parade oh. it through the town. Oh, so you can so. see the whole. Everybody can see the body. I think so. And then they're like, "Go kiss that chick." So they basically they they force him to kiss the dead girl's face, and uh-huh. and he has a quote here where he says, "An adult pushed my face down to the waxy forehead of the girl in an embroidered cap, and there was nothing I could do but kiss her as ordered." And he said that it was like. Like whack, he he. Her face was all waxy. Well, wouldn't it be like embalming fluid and weird makeup and shit? Yeah, it would be like all that cold and weird. Like I think waxy is a common description of dead flesh because it's like it feels like flesh, but it's all like cold and like weird. I I think I would do it. Feel a dead body? No, not not feel it. Kiss it. You would kiss a dead body. Yeah, feel it. I don't touch it. I would kiss a dead body. I, I mean, if you didn't know them, I think I kid. I think I kid. I think I have kissed a dead body. Yeah, but it was somebody you probably knew. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I didn't like make out with her or anything. But I did a kiss on the cheek or the forehead or something. Butt cheek. <laughs> the butt cheek. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so so he had to kiss a random dead girl in the middle of the street. He was already into funerals and stuff. This incident happened. He was like, "I'm fucking sold. I'm like into it." He's like, "I'm into it, dude. Right? This this waxy texture of a dead child is awesome." So he basically did very well in school. He was a, he was an only child. He um, graduated from um, Moscow State University, and he became quite quite quickly very well known in academic circles super into it his main areas of interest were uh celtic history and folklore as well as languages and linguistics Mm -hmm. i think he spoke over 13 languages that's ridiculous kind of insane and he had a very deep interest in cemeteries and burial rituals well then why didn't he become like a mortician death and the occult that's what i would have done because i think he was more into like I think it was more, I mean, yeah. And I think a lot of morticians kind of do Are necrophiliacs. Well, I don't know if they're necrophiliacs, but they have like a thing. Yeah, they bone down. I don't know if they're actually fucking the bodies, but like they're they're kind of into it. I will will preface this with I think all gynecologists and doctors are perverts and all uh, morticians are probably necrophiliacs. So take it with a grain of salt. I guess so. Take it with a grain. I guess so. But, uh, you know, you kind of generally go into the field of something that you're really into. Yeah. So if you're really into dead bodies, maybe you have a job with dead bodies. Yeah. If you're really into vaginas, maybe that's your job. I have heard that there's a lot, like, medical students and, like, uh, that kind of stuff. They do have, like, a lot of fucking fun with the bodies. Like, I think they, like, make them talk and, like. Yeah. Do all sorts of shit with them. Put well, you, you've been at work. Stuff. You've yeah. been at work. You, you fuck, fuck around, around with the shit. Yeah. You fuck around with the shit. I do it. You do it. Everybody mm-hmm. does it. So anyway, he, he was super into this stuff and, and very well regarded, like quite early. He also kept a personal library of over 60,000 books. Which Rob and I actually... Which is why that house looked so fucked up. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into the house later on, but the... Yeah, he had a lot of books. A lot, lot of stuff. A lot of books. A lot letters. of papers. Um, yeah, over 60,000 books and documents and a large collection of dolls. Mm-hmm. So this is... Here's where we go with this. Yeah. The dolls. The, the dolls. fucking dolls. 
oh, man, it's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, his fellow academics described him as both a genius and an eccentric. Everyone kind of knew he was like a little bit off. But... A little bit strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mentioned he spoke 13 languages. He also wrote several books, papers, and translations. Okay. Um, there's a few of them online and stuff, but I, I didn't get into. They're all... Why would you get into that, yeah, Billy? That sounds like the lot. most boring thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. Um, but they were all very well received in their academic circles. And he also regularly contributed to newspapers and publications and academic. Like, he was he was doing shit. He's he out was, there. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not like a little herm, hermit weirdo. Like He was a hermit weirdo who fucking wrote a lot of shit. Who was out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he described himself as a necropolist. Because um, it sounds better than necrophilia. I guess so. And he uh, he was considered an expert on the local cemeteries in the Nizhny Novgorod region. So in 2005, one of his um, fellow academics, and he was a publisher, this guy called Oleg Ryabov, commissioned him to summarize and list the dead in more than 700 cemeteries in 40 regions of the area he lived in. What's, what's, what, what? So basically he was like, listen, Anatoly, I need you to like, to go out there and go visit every graveyard and give me a list of all, all of the dead and buried in these areas. For like my, for what? For like records and shit. Like people are doing this all the time. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's a job. So he, he did, he got this kind of crazy job. So he, um, basically from 2005 to 2007, he, he claimed that he inspected 752 cemeteries That's across the region. That's a shitload of cemeteries. And that he would, and this is where it gets a little like cute, but also like a little weird and scary. I'm not trying to be, I mean, s- 752 cemeteries in two years. That's like one a day. Yes. No, like like not taking the weekends off and vacation or anything. No, like he, he's going, he's like, he's on foot too. all day. Every day he's doing this. He's on foot. He said that he would work. He would walk up to 30 kilometers. That's like 19 miles. It's more than that. It's more than that. Cause 365 times two. It's more than that. So he's going to like multiple cemeteries a day. And there would be like, it would be like little towns would have a small cemetery. And I think this is the kind of thing. It's like, they're trying to get like all these like ancient burial grounds and stuff. And like cemeteries in little country towns, which is what I would visit when I was a kid. Oh yeah. For fun. Because every, every church would have a cemetery behind it. Yeah. Attached to it. You know? Um, okay. So he would walk, fucking 20, 19 miles a day. And during these travels, okay, so he was on, like, he's an efficient, uh, official Russian academic, like, funded um, guy. But he would walk for 20 miles a day. He would um, drink from puddles and sleep in haystacks. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like he's got, like, a fucking rental car and he's getting put up at the Best Western in fucking... Pensacola, Florida. Right. You know what I mean? Like this guy's so fucking smart, and he doesn't know how to carry a water bottle. <laughs> he doesn't know how to carry a fucking water bottle, dude. Drinking from fucking what a dipshit. Puddles, fucking sleeping in haystacks. My God. He said sometimes he would he would sleep in abandoned farms, or he would just sleep in the cemeteries. Like he'd get there, and he's like, "Oh well, I guess it is too late to continue on to my next cemetery. My next cemetery, so I'm just going to drink from a puddle and curl up next to this gravestone. One night he said that he spent the night in a coffin that was in a cemetery that was being prepared for a funeral. Fucking weirdo, dude. Yeah, right? So this is the thing. So it's like, what a fucking contrast because he is contributing, like all of this research that he's doing is full of, okay, they're Russian universities? Sure. Okay, but we're not but, making judgments about... But these are like the best... You know, these are these are well-fucking-respected academic institutions. Yes. And he's like running around fucking doing all this... Drinking stuff. out of puddles like fucking a dipshit crazy. and sleeping in hay. 
Um, so he claimed that on these extensive travels that sometimes he was questioned by the police, which you can imagine if they find him sleeping in a cemetery or uh, yeah. drinking from a puddle on the side of the road. But like, hey, dude, what, well, uh, excuse me, what the fuck are you doing? You but they, they most often thought that he was like vandalizing stuff and yeah. they would just kind of look at him and they were like, oh no, this is just like a crusty Russian fucking professor. Professor like, who's fine. drinking from puddles and yeah. sleeping in hay and writing down every grave Yeah, he's got all fucking hay in his hair and he's all like <laughs> fucking unkempt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was never arrested or reprimanded. So in retrospect, when we come to like get into like his crimes like what he did he was probably fucking doing some fucked up shit and he's getting questioned by the police all the time and yeah. it's still like nothing yeah you know what i mean so he like, starts to go like well whatever i'm whatever i do i get away with yeah yeah exactly in his mind he's like you but know, but that being said if he truly is just like recording graves and shit like you can't get in trouble for that no and i mean you yeah we, you could probably go and do that like now and like mm-hmm. you know whatever um so the the actual paper, the work from this period remains unpublished, but <laughs> it has been described as unique and priceless by the editor of a paper called Necrologies um, that Moskvin was a regular contributor to. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, the editor, told the Associated Press that Moskvin was a loner who had certain quirks but who also had given no indication that he was up to anything unusual. So this guy is well-respected. Yeah. He's not getting into trouble. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he's doing what he, sp- he was supposed to do. Record how, all the exactly. cemetery shit. Like, However, this is where things get maybe a little weird, and especially to, like, um, you know, Western sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, because as an adult, he uh, he lived a very secluded life, and he actually he never married or dated. He still lived with his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was forty six when he was arrested. But so he lived with his parents. He was just doing his like he's like a fucking supreme nerd, really. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is where we kind of get into. Uh, All right. Sorry, everybody. We had to stop for a second because we had a fucking <laughs> impromptu flash mob of a lowrider club uh, with motorcycles that just uh, set up a car show outside of our building in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, they have one of those, the, the music bikes that, like, is just, <laughs> like, a fucking mobile, like, disco. Yeah, and it was really loud, and we playing thought... playing some, uh, like, uh, Eve and Gwen Stefani, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we had to go ask them if they were going to leave, and they left, so... Yeah, now, Rob, Rob had to run down on the street and like uh, confront the <laughs> confront the, the neighborhood fucking tough guys. Yeah, well, they were like, "No, we're leaving. We're leaving." Uh, anyway. Anyway, so you might continue. you might still hear motorcycles. Yeah, there's all sorts of fucking motorcycles and low riders and yeah, shit. Uh, so apologies. If apologies you if uh, if there's a lot of weird sounds on this. So coming back to bring bring us back to the fucking story here. We had mentioned that uh, Anatoly was a supreme nerd who lived at home with his parents. Yeah. Never dated. He didn't drink alcohol. He did not smoke. And apparently, it was it's thought that he still is to this day a virgin. Oh, well, that makes sense. Surprise, surprise. It's kind of like if you're hanging around in cemeteries, you you live with your yeah. parents, you collect dolls, you live in a fucking rat's nest yeah. of a fucking oh, well, order. Oh, order. But I wonder, if you had sex with a dead body, are you still a virgin? I don't think he was having sex with them. In fact, he, he, claim, he says that he never had sex with them. Okay, well, you wouldn't say that you did. You would if you had if you would keep that one close to I the chest. Know. We'll go into it because I think I don't believe that he did have sex with them. I think he just he was too in his own head. He was too in this this whole like academic like you know the the rituals of burial and death and so right, like, I don't think right. he was really thinking about living too much. Right. You okay. Know what I'm saying? Well, I'm just saying, is that a thing? If you had sex with a dead person, does that count as having sex? Yeah, it's probably like a, like you busted your instead of busting your cherry, you busted your blue raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be like a different. It'd yeah, be like your frozen plum. It's like, well, I've had sex with a sex doll. 
Well, yeah, a fleshlight. A fleshlight. Well, but it's still a person. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I say, you all, know what? All the virtual reality sex. Yeah. You know what they're doing now? I'm calling it. Uh, I'm calling it. You lost your. If you have sex with a dead body, you are not a virgin because you have had sex with a, a has, person. It has to be a. It has to be a human dead body. Yes. And you're losing your virginity. Like you can't. Fuck oh, that. like if you fucked a dead dog. But if you fucked a live dog, I still think you're a virgin. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I no. don't know. Uh, this is maybe this is maybe this is a further for another for podcast. For a woman. You know, it's it's uh, it's a little different as well as a dude. Absolutely, you probably suck your dick in a bunch of things by the time you get around <laughs> to like actually doing it. Not me, but yeah, a lot of people probably. Yeah, they're you know, I've, I've seen that the, the, there's that documentary called um, American Pie. The- oh, the documentary American Pie where Jason Big lost his virginity to a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he, yeah. by the way? Can he make more movies? We were just talking about yeah. poor old fucking Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. Yeah. Make some more movies, dude. He had, he, well, he you had were, a moment. Were, yeah, he was kind of doing something good for a, a while. He had a moon face moment. Yeah. And he kind of... Yeah. Maybe he could make a movie about having sex with dead people. Anyway, fucking... Uh, I'm sorry. The Lowrider Club thing just spun me out. I'm it's trying spun to get, out. I'm trying let's, to get back in. Let's try to get back into it. So yeah. just think about, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a virgin. Let's just say. Okay. So finally, 2nd of November, 2011, um, the local police were investigating a spate of grave desecrations Mm -hmm. and, uh, around the area. And basically he, he finally, they finally arrested him. They went to the apartment. They saw what's up. They saw what was happening. Rob, you saw what was up with the apartment. I saw the, I saw the apartment. There was was this amazing little snippet of video, which is like Russian police footage of his apartment. Yes. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. You want to, you want to describe what you saw? The way I see it is it's like Russian police with a Russian police camera. They're walking Mm -hmm. through this apartment and it looks like an episode of Hoarders. Mm-hmm. Like shit is piled there, floor to ceiling. Books and papers books and, and shit. Yeah, and apparently he had 60,000 books. So mm-hmm. I, I get the books, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's all these women. Yeah. Or things. Like things. They, they look like dolls. They don't right? look They don't look necessarily like people, but they're definitely, they don't look like dolls either. They're kind of like the in-between. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of zooming in on all the faces and heads and arms of all these weird fucking dolls that were in this guy's disgusting apartment. There's actually like other, there's dolls in there because we mentioned he was a doll collector as well. So yeah, it's like there's these, these weird ones that look a little bit different. Yeah. Waxy. A little waxy and, you know, uh, and then there's like actual doll faces yeah. in amongst like just stuffed like animals, suitcases of suitcases. stuffed animals. Yeah, there's yeah. there's one there's one kind of bit where there's yeah there's a, a, a fucking fucked up like suitcase that's all popped open and it's just stuffed with fucking ratty, dirty stuffed, stuffed animals, animals yeah. and toys and yeah. shit. So, um, investigators from the Center for Combating Extremism. Just some fucking Russian shit. If yeah. I've ever heard it, yeah. They discovered twenty six bodies in the in the flat in the garage, and the video that we were just talking about was released by the police, and it shows the bodies, and they're all seated on shelves and sofas and stuff. They're just sort of intermingled in amongst all the shit. With all the shit, yeah. right? Um, the police also discovered instructions for making the dolls. We'll get into that in a moment. Maps of cemeteries in the region and a collection of photographs and videos depicting open graves and dismembered bodies. That he had taken and made? He, basically, they they aren't able to link the photos with the bodies that were actually there. Mm. So while they only found 26 bodies, originally it was reported as 29 they found 26, but they think he, he ro- actually robbed over 150 graves. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that's a lot of work. Yeah, man. Drinking from puddles. Drinking from puddles and sucks. digging out 100. Like, what are people six feet deep? It's a lot of dirt to move. So, Moskvin, basically when he was busted, he was like, he, he was like, yeah, like, 
yeah, this is what I've been doing all this time. Like, he didn't really, he didn't <laughs> yeah, really uh, try to hide it. Like, hey, guys, this is kind of my thing, dude. So, like, yeah, yeah that's what I'm doing, duh. So, he actively cooperated with the investigators from, right. from day one. He was like, yeah, sure, all right, blah, blah, blah. So, he explained that after exhuming the, bo- the corpses from their graves, he researched mummification theories and techniques from books, which he had a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, he basically found, researched all these different methods for preserving the bodies. He would dry the corpses using a combination of salt and baking soda. Mm. And then he basically sort of cached, like stashed the bodies around the cemetery. So his, his deal was he would get in there. He would like dig up a body. He would fucking pack it with salt and like baking soda and do all his shit. And then kind of stash it somewhere else. So it would just like be able to let like, dry out. And then he would come back and get it later. That's so fucking at crazy. any time he probably had like bodies like in different stages of drying at the millions of fucking cemeteries. Yeah, that, that he he'd went been to. traveling to, yeah. So he'd have them like stash out just sort of preparing so he could take them home. He said once the bodies were dried, he carried them back to his home and he used various methods to make the dolls mm-hmm. out of these corpses. So ultimately what he's doing, and this is like, just to be clear, he's going to all these cemeteries. He's digging up female bodies. Never killed anyone. Never killed anybody, but he's digging up all these female bodies, Mm -hmm. packing them with a bunch of shit to preserve them. Mm -hmm. And then he's turning them into dolls that he's placing around his disgusting apartment. Yes. Yes. Where he lives with his parents. Where he lives with his parents, by the way. And his parents, again, uh, they, they basically, they had no idea. They knew that he was a bit weird. They knew he collected dolls. Yeah. They didn't really think anything of it. Uh. So once they were dried, he would take them back to his home and he would and he would use these different methods to, ma- to make them how they appeared in the photos. He was unable to prevent the bodies from withering and shrinking as they dried. So he would kind of wrap the limbs in like cloth and padding to kind of provide like fullness mm-hmm. and like so you know the ones we saw where it's like all the hands are like they're bound they almost look like raggedy and mm-hmm. like stuffed dolls yeah. you know what I mean um, so we would like put shit around their limbs and stuff he would stuff the bodies with rags and padding and sometimes he would add wax masks decorated with nail polish over the faces mm. and paint these weird little masks for them. In the video, they all looked like the, the older skin looked very white. Yeah. It was like they had like the, the mask on or the mummified face and then like gauze or something stretched over it. Like it was like, you could see the weird face underneath. Yeah. Super fucking weird. It was weird. And then once he had them all like dressed in like the bodies thing, he would, he would, he would put them in fucking like, brightly cut like party dresses mm-hmm. and like they all had like weird like like harlequin colored like dark green and purple like dresses and tights and like yeah. belts and like little girl shoes and shit yeah on them yeah they're fucked up um he would put wigs on them one of the ones remember the the photo that i showed you that was one of them he made into a teddy bear that was the scariest one he put the teddy bear head over the girl's head yeah so it was like a little girl's like mummified body in the fucking suit of a teddy bear yeah oh dude but it had regular clothes on yeah it had like overalls yeah something something like that yeah so all of the details, all of the work that he would do to these bodies made them basically look like large, like homemade dolls, mm-hmm. like life-size homemade dolls. And basically this is how he prevented their discovery. It would be a little different if you had like little like girls skeletons in his room, but yeah. he would make them into these weird things. And I guess this is why the parents never, never noticed. Anything. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I got a few questions for the parents, but whatever. Um, Moskvin claimed that he made the dolls over the course of 10 years. I believe it. Cause that's so, a fucking lot of, a work. lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, he also said that his parents were actually away for like large portions. I think his right. dad was an academic as well. So, I mean, they must've all been a little bit fucking weird Russian academics. Yeah. And they're like traveling around and stuff. And then, yeah, you know, whatever. Something was weird. Um, so here's where it starts to get like a little bit from me because we, we have to remember he never killed anyone. 
Okay. Yeah. And like, it's fucked up that he was like going and like stealing these, these, you know, bodies. But like, in my mind, it's like you fucking, you're in the ground. Like it's all over. You know what I mean? Right. You're already done. I'm donating all my shit to science. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, it's like, take what you need and burn the rest. I do not have a real, um, sacred kind of afterlife, uh, However, for some, I think it's fucked up that you steal the body of someone else's like child. Daughter, yeah. yeah. Um, but here's where it starts. But at, at the same time, I mean, nothing's n- nobody's deriving any pleasure for, from her being in the ground. No. So he's deriving it's a great that, amount of pleasure from having like waxed her up and have her true. in his room. It's true. So yeah, I, I I'm you know see the scales of. Uh, and if he's not fucking her, then it's kind of like. Well, you know, he's not. It's not like he's violating my daughter. I think he, a lot of people, you know, like they they want, you know, they believe in like having their their remains on sacred ground and it's yeah. like the right kind of shit and like I don't know. Yeah, no, I understand people that. Get touchy about that. Like, I understand shit. people get. T- I mean, I, I I'm I'm like in no ways ready to relate to this because uh, nobody, uh, none of my friends have ever died. Yeah, none of my friends have ever died. Rob's the anti-reaper. I'm the anti-reaper. I'm the, I'm the saint of life. So I've never had a friend die. So, I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know how I would feel about somebody waxing up my friend because uh, I don't have any dead friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, as I said, I... I and mean, I'll be I first know. to admit, like, when I have no, uh, you know, point of reference. I, I don't have I point of reference. I but I would assume that you don't want somebody to dig up your daughter. I would assume that. I think, like, those, you know, people who are unlucky enough to, like, lose a child, like, their child, like, disappears and stuff. I think a lot of that kind of, you know, it's like you want the body. You want to have closure. Closure. You want to put them in yeah. the ground or exactly. you know, do what you want to do. So he is kind of fucking with that. For people. He is, yeah. I, and yeah. if it was my daughter, mm-hmm. I'd be kind of pissed if I found out that she was in somebody's apartment and she and had a fucking yeah. teddy bear head on her. Yeah. yeah, I'd be pissed too. You're right. Yeah, I'd be yeah. fucking pissed. Anyway, but here's where it gets tricky though, because he never thought that he was doing anything wrong at all. Right, because he's a bit, a little bit to the left field. He's, he's not a. Uh, uh, he's a little Rayman. He, he's a little bit uh, <laughs> left of center. Um. But here's where it gets crazy. This is what I keep saying. Oh, this is where it gets crazy. None of this is crazy. He basically, he stated that he felt great sympathy for the dead children. Right. And that he actually felt that they could be brought back to life by either science or black magic. Okay. This is his 100% belief, right? Yeah. And this is where, like, everything gets crazy because it's actually a kind of sweet story. He, He... he kind of thought he was doing something good right. in like a fucked up way. Yeah. And if he's also researching like ancient rituals of the Celts and stuff, there probably was shit where you could like necromance and bring things back, back to, to life. Back to life, yeah. Shit. So he, he felt that he could, he's going to bring him back to life. So he basically enclosed the remains in the dolls. Like he protected their remains in the dolls in attempt to give them functional bodies to be used when they, when he eventually discovered a way to bring them back to life. Mm. And he felt that their physical remains left as they were, were going to be too decayed and ugly yeah. for them to feel comfortable or happy when they came back as children. So he basically dug them up, rescued them, mm-hmm. made them into pretty little girls again. Yes. Which they're not. They're not pretty they're little very girls, scary. by the way, if you've seen the video. And he was just basically holding them until he could figure out through his research right. how to fucking bring them back. How to bring them back. Okay. But here's the thing. If this guy is that smart and he's some sort of, what, scientist or something? He's, he's an academic. He's like a... He's an academic? You know, Philologist or yeah, something like he's a full of shit. But I tell you this: if you're any kind of scientist, I think you would know that a decomposing organ uh, isn't going to work ten years later. Just, like you're not going to bring it back. Hold out for a second. So he basically he said that he he was aware that he was committing a crime, but he felt that the dead the dead children were calling out to them to him. So he basically, he said that they were begging to be rescued mm-hmm. and that they would actively like 
psychically connect with him and go, help me, help me, help me. Mm-hmm. So he believed that rescuing the children was more important than obeying the law. So he knew yeah. that it was yeah. wrong. I get that. But he's like, no. It's that's like important. that's like when you're a felon and you're not allowed to have a gun and they're saying, and, and like, you know, there's like three people trying to kill you. So you carry around a loaded gun all day because you go, you know what, dude? I understand that there's a law. But my life. But is, my life's more important. Yeah. Like, he's like, I understand that you're not supposed to do this, but if I can save these people, that's more important than your these, fucking these bullshit. These little girls are calling Red out tape. To me, right? Yeah. So, and this is where it also gets set. This is where it also gets pretty fucking sad. He was also wholly motivated by his own desire to have children. Mm-hmm. He always wanted a daughter. He often regretted that he never had children. And at one point, he actually tried to adopt a young girl against the wishes of his parents. Of course, they're like, so uh, you shouldn't like, probably have a daughter, like, dude. No, 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 no. Um, but basically, his application was denied because of his low income. So he's oh, like, yeah. he's there, like, yeah. And honestly, he probably would have been a great dad to a little Russian orphan. Well, here comes the big heart, Billy. We he keep pro- talking about it. I can see you're getting. I can see your face. I understand you're getting upset by this. You know what I mean? Like he, he just wanted to fucking love him. He wanted to. Love I don't a- think he wanted to love because listen, listen to this part. He denied, he always denied any sexual attraction to the dolls or children. And he, instead, he considered them to be his, his kids. Like there was no, like they were like his children. Like he never could have them, you know. He couldn't have kids and these are his kids. And so he would talk and he would interact with all the Like have tea parties and Mm -hmm. shit? He would sing songs to them. He would read them stories and watch cartoons with all the dolls. And he would even hold birthday parties and celebrate all the holidays. With the with for his dolls. For his dead. For his baby. For his children. Dolls. Yeah. He would have like fucking birthday parties and like dress him up and shit. Right. Um. So, in an interview after his arrest, um, he basically explained that as an expert on uh, Celtic culture. He had learned that the ancient druids slept on graveyards. This is kind of what I was saying before. He's researching all these, like, techniques and shit. Mm-hmm. That the ancient druids would sleep on graves in order to communicate with the spirits of their dead. He also studied the culture of the people of Siberia. Um, in particular, the ancient Yakuts. And discovered that they had a similar practice for communicating with the dead. So he began searching for the obituaries of recently dead children. And when he found one that spoke to them, spoke to him, like he would read that he would go through the paper and he'd be like, oh, this one's calling out to me or whatever. Okay. He would go and sleep on their grave um, in order to determine if the child's spirit wished to be brought back to life. Right. So he did his fucking due diligence. Man. Due diligence has yeah. been done. He's going, well, I mean, this one wanted to come back to life because I slept wanted, on her grave. I'm gonna, and I'm going to go sleep on her grave. Just check it out. Yeah. It's all kosher. Like, you know? And then he's probably like, what? Like, what's everybody's problem, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm actually doing the right thing 100%. here. 100%. And he, he claimed that he had been doing this for around 20 years um, before he even, he was doing it even before he started like really fucking digging him up. Digging him up. Um, and that he totally insisted that he never dug up a grave without the permission of the child within. Okay. Whatever that means. Well, you can say, you can say that all day and night. Yeah. Um, so as he grew older, it became, cause he was, as I said, I think he was 46 or something when he was finally busted. Um, as he grew older, it became more physically painful for him to sleep on the actual graves of the children. Yeah, that's not easy. So he began bringing the bodies home. And I think this is where he started like actually digging them up and bringing them home. He would bring the bodies home where it would be more comfortable to sleep near them. And he hoped that the, the spirits would be more willing to speak in a safe, welcoming home. And that they might be easier for him to hear when they were no longer underground. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And the fucking the craziest thing about all of this is like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't trying to be a fucking dick, man. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. 
So he's doing that, and then he's like, he sleeps with him in his house, and he's like, oh yeah, fucking young, uh, what's a Russian girl's name? Olga. Olga wants to fucking come back and party. Uh huh. I'm gonna just keep her here and. Yeah. Wax yeah. her up. Wax her up. Dress her up in a crazy dress. Yeah. And she can chill with me for the till the end of time because I don't have kids and I really want them. Mm-hmm. So Holy shit. When they saw when they found all the shit and they were all horrified and stuff, then they kind of realized like he, he didn't kill anyone. So he was he was charged and it was some kind of weird thing, like they didn't even know what to charge him with. Yeah, what do you uh mm-hmm. this is like kind of an out of the box thing. This yeah. doesn't happen every day. Yeah. So he was actually charged for the, the desecration of graves and dead bodies. And it was it only carried five years in prison. Yeah, because I mean he didn't really fucking he didn't do anything really super bad. Do anything super bad. So basically, they they've got him. They're holding him. They realize what they can charge him with, and then they do a psychi- psychiatric evaluation, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy's fucked." Yeah, this guy's a <laughs> uh, he's got a fucking couple screws loose yeah, up top in the two, old two three fucking sandwiches short from the fucking picnic basket. Yeah, like, he is not doing good. Um, so he's he's actually suffered from a form of paranoid schizophrenia. Uh huh. And in a hearing in two thousand and twelve, um. The Leninsky District Court deemed Moskvin unfit to stand trial, releasing him from any criminal liability. Oh, there you go. He was instead sentenced to coercive medical measures. Again, sounds very Russian. Yeah, what is that, like the insane asylum or something? It's the insane asylum. Yeah. Basically, he was put in there and they were like... We'll put him in here and we'll, we'll figure out each year whether he's, like, good to stand trial yet. Yeah. Um, so, in uh, February 2013, they went, nah, he's, he's not good to stand trial. <laughs> Let's keep him nope, in here. No, he's still a nut. And so, his treatment was extended to April 2014. Not good again. Nope. Uh, oh, by the way, he's still not he's quite still right. Not quite Still got a few screws. Uh, July 2015, still in there. Yeah, he's and, still kind, uh, of a, kind of not good. And they basically said, after three years of monitoring him in a psychiatric clinic, it is absolutely clear that Muskvin is not mentally fit for trial. He will therefore be kept for psychiatric, psychiatric treatment at the clinic. Right. Like for the rest of his life or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? I don't see. I don't know when they would let when World Anatoly out. When do you let him out? I don't know. Yeah. And like, I mean, I feel like he'd he'd be pretty lonely as soon as he got out. Yeah. You know, he might be, need uh, some. Uh, he might need some new daughters. Might need a, a fucking little little doll. Yeah. Know? Holy shit! Well, I get it from like a collector's aspect. I think it's pretty cool. Like, you- I think it's a kind of like it's kind of like a weirdly like sweet. And sad story, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, certainly you and I have known, known a few people, um, on the spectrum, I guess you could call them who Mm. are like very smart, but kind of borderline, like a little bit out there, you know? I think with with genius comes, um, eccentric, uh, behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... And I think it's kind of... The whole eccentric thing is kind of weird, too, because it's, like, you're basically, like, if somebody has money or they're smart, they're eccentric. hmm They're yeah. not a fucking lunatic nut job. They're... Well, he's he's a bit eccentric. He's a professor, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's doing all this work, and he's yeah. working really hard, and blah, 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 and he wants to have kids, and he can, and blah, blah, So he's eccentric. Yeah. But, uh, he's off his fucking melon, dude. Yeah. He's out his gourd. He's out his gourd. But but like you keep saying, like, not in a... Not in a malicious way. Yeah, not, not in a malicious, malicious way. About if, he, story. if he's not having sex with the dead kids, like, he's doing it for, like, other reasons, then, like, I, I don't know, man. It's hard to fault the guy, but, I mean, yeah. definitely he's fucking a nut. Yeah. Yeah. Closing thoughts. Uh, final thought. Um, as I said, I'm a little touched. I'm a little touched by this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, when you when you when you see the photos and when you, you know, watch the video, it's hard to be touched because it's 
looks like a horror. It looks like an episode of Hoarders yeah. with a bunch of white, waxy women and, and strewn I've, about in this Hoarders apartment. I've so say, it kind of makes you go, eh, he's not that honorable. He's say, not that fucking smart if that's how he lives. The mugshot of um of him too. Yeah, kind of looks a little Eastern Bloc like Andre Chikatilo, like fucking. It, he does not look like a. He looks like a guy that you would be a little fucking upset if you had to share a seat on the bus with, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but that's also just just being judgmental, you know what I mean? No, he just looks like like crazy and he could maybe eat your face, like, is Uh what he looks like. Or embalm your body and dress you up and put a teddy bear on your head. Yeah. So. So uh, I would say misguided, um, uh, good craftsmanship. I'm sure, uh, fucking Joanne's would... You know, be jo- down. Joanne's Fabric. Joanne's Fabric or uh, the Hobby Lobby, perhaps. Hobby Lobby probably is into it. Yeah. And I just think, like, I, I respect the work. You know what I mean? You, I, I, I work for is, a living, so I, I respect the work. You know, you, this you're is tra- always one of your things. Like, yeah. this is a man of passions, and he's, as we said, he's, yeah. he's drying bodies in different... Yeah, he's drying bodies. He's, he's probably got a huge list of things he has to do. He's bringing, like, carrying bodies up the stairs... Finding dresses that he can make fit, cutting, you know, cutting the teddy bear head to be able to wrap around the girl's head and then probably sewing the back of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a lot of work this guy's doing. And if, and if he genuinely is doing all of this to try and save them and bring them back to life, like, uh, well, why are we mad? Can't, can't fault the guy. Yeah, why are we mad? Can't fault him. Here's, here's one thing. As I said, it's, it's um, kind of a shame that the imagery is so shocking. Yeah. It also makes you, because that suitcase of of teddy bears uh-huh. really seemed to really resonate with both of us. Yeah, it's upsetting. And it and it kind of reminds you of like at you know if you've ever had a yard sale, uh-huh. there's always somebody who like someone weird who like comes and like buys like the weird stuffed toy that you yeah, got there. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. They buy something yeah. weird, and you're like, what the fuck are you gonna do with that? Yeah, that's what I think of yeah. when I see the crime scene photos yes. and I think that he's he is at the yard sale and he's like, Well this suitcase is gonna be perfect for me to store my little dead girls dresses in. Dresses and like, stuff tape right and the other thing I would like to say is that I think is unfair and this is universal. Right. Is we're looking at this shitty Russian apartment stacked floor to ceiling with mm-hmm. a bunch of shit and papers and bullshit and stuffed animals and dead women. Yeah. Right. Imagine this guy. I feel like he's somewhat of a collector, mm-hmm. you know, from my own heart. So imagine he has a mansion in Malibu. Everything is white, right. marble floors, yeah. glass, yeah. white, perfect lighting, LED strips on the ground and shit. And he's got 29 little dolls lined up and they're in little glass yeah. cases. And they all have their little light and they have a little placard that says, Olga, Jessica. Olga. Yeah fucking Romstein or whatever yeah. and this thing and this is that and then he's got it there and he's going I'm working on a project where I'm going to bring them back to life and right? from now yeah. they're going to be here and they're here but I'm trying to figure this out that and he's and he's fucking sick yeah and they've got like really like they've got like Versace dresses on yeah. you know Gucci earrings and shit and then the cops like bust in the door and like or have you been robbing graves or whatever? You've been fucking digging up bodies, and he's like, "No, look, here's the thing. Here's my project. You know what I mean?" And he's got like maybe medical equipment, a couple of saline bags. You know what I mean? Yeah. Saline bags with yeah. a tube stuck Some in them. Weird and kind then of like a like, and, a like a crystal and like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like Everything's alchemy like, shit. Yeah, everything is clean and expensive and nice. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, he's got like. He would okay. still he would still get in the same kind of trouble. No, I don't think so. Yeah, dude. I don't think so, dude. Yeah, dude. But if it, there was a fucking, if there was a, a, a billionaire doctor in Los Angeles who was robbing the graves and... and this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> it, would be, it would be in the same amount of No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You're saying that the court of public I'm opinion... I'm talking about, it's based on aesthetics. It's all based on aesthetics. He's in this little shitty dust box of a fucking Eastern European fuckhole... Covered in paper and <laughs> cat shit and piles of shit. But if you put those same 29 waxed out girls in a marble fucking showroom I think in a basement of a fucking mansion in Malibu with medical equipment around, he's still nobody's going to get, get No. He's still going to get busted. Well, he get busted, but... Here's the thing. I think that imagery is incredible. I think 
like many of our conversations, great idea for a fucking screenplay or something. Okay. Right? Collector 2.0 or like, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay, we're going to start working on this. Um, but I think for now we should wrap it up. All right. Well, anyway, that's my point. I mean, um, the whole I thing is very strange and weird. The, the the context of like how it looks on the video is yeah. disgusting. So you can't really like the guy. But bottom line is he didn't kill anybody. Yeah. He's collecting bodies. Yeah. He's doing it because he wants children. Yeah. And he loves them. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, everybody have a great week. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for fucking listening. And uh, yeah, this one... I, I don't know. I just never heard of this guy. No. Never heard of him. Now we heard of him. Now you've heard of him. Now and we'll, uh, we'll post a few pictures online or something we so will. you can see how fucking bad this is. Um, thanks, everyone, for fucking listening and, and following. We're really excited about this fucking year. Yes, and, we're uh, excited about it. We really appreciate all the positive feedback. And uh, everybody, have a great week. And uh, we're fucking out of here. Yeah, we're fucking out of here. See you later. What's up?